Begin Podfix Network transmission in three, two, one. All right, Adam. You ready to do this? Hands up. Shovel's ready. And in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Well, hello, listeners. You're listening to This Week Today, a comedy podcast that takes a brief look at this week in history, news, entertainment, and more. Welcome to the show. I'm Tof. I'm joined by my regular co-host, Lord Saunders. How are you, sir? I'm living the dream, baby. One nightmare at a time. One nightmare at a time. So, Adam... Yeah. You were gone for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Now, counting this show, you're back for a couple weeks. Welcome back. Yes. I enjoyed that. I hope you <laughs> did as well. I loved it. And then next week, you're going to be out again. New York City. And then the next week, you're going to be back after that. And yep. then out again. Correct. So that's the bad news, is that you're going to miss a couple more episodes here coming up. The good news is... I've got some really good subs lined up. You know, like, I'm so glad we have such a, a network of cool people we can call on. And I lament that I'm not there when they're on. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, I'm, I'm just going to, te- I'm going to tease you and the listener. I'm not going to tell you. I am going to tell you that the one for next week is another person from the Podfix Network, another very talented person who's actually never been on the show. This will be this person's first time to be on the show. You got Bane, didn't you? Damn it. I'm not going to say. I'm just going to say that there's another very talented person, <laughs> a fellow member of the Podfix Network, and they're going to be on the show. They're going to take your place next week. I mean, I'm trying to rack my brain here. There's no reason to guess because I won't tell you if you're right. I, let me get at least one or two more guesses. I'll make it quick. You can make one more guess and then we're moving on. Okay. All right. Thank you. What's happening, y'all? It's Peter DeVilvis. <laughs> you know what? If I thought that he had the ability to record quality audio, I would 100% reach out to Peter and I would make that happen. <laughs> all right. All right. I'll let it get. I'll stop. I'll stop delaying. Please. Please continue. All right. Well, let's get started and take a look at the calendar of special days so everyone knows what to celebrate this week. So, Adam, today, I assume like I did, you celebrated National Tuxedo Day. Of course. Then tomorrow is National Kick Butt Day. Tuesday is National Gumbo Day. Wednesday is National Suit Up Day, a.k.a. Barney Stinson Day. Marshal Erickson, suit up! Snow suit up! Ted Mosby, suit up! Look at you, not even suited up. Flight suit up! I'm birthday suiting up. Love suit up! I wear suits and I'm awesome. Thursday is World Octopus Day. Friday is National Jump on the Bed Day, and you can wrap up this week of fantastic, fun-filled celebrations with National Road Trip Day. First of all, National Suit Up Day, that's awesome. Barney Stinson, that was clutch. <laughs> suit Up! <laughs> I love Barney Stinson. What a great week, dude. I mean, yeah, I've definitely done National Tuxedo Day. I, I wouldn't, wouldn't miss it for the world. I'm wearing a tuxedo right now, actually, as you can see. And it's dashing, and I never miss a day of kicking butt, so I celebrate that every day. Okay, well, with that, let's turn attention to This Week in History. 
Well, buddy, thanks for coming over to the history page. Let me kick us off. This week in 1947, Chuck Yeager breaks the sound barrier. Okay? The sound barrier. Now, the rapid fire. In 1964, this week, the USSR leads the space race. Okay? Big deal. That was not, not sarcastic. That was a big deal. Also that same year, Martin Luther King Jr. won the Nobel Peace Prize. Coincidence? I don't think so. Just four short years later, the Apollo 7 launched... 1975, so like seven years later, Saturday Night Live debuts. And there are those who would argue that it was good for about 10 years, maybe into the 80s, like early 90s. In 1987, baby Jessica was rescued from a well as the world watches. That was huge. And in 1999, when we were supposed to be partying, the grand jury was dismissed in the Jean Benet Ramsey murder case. They didn't have enough evidence, or so they said. Or so they said. Okay. So, I just want to leave that little cliffhanger there. They were released, so the mystery goes unsolved, but as you know, it's still my life's work. So, if you have any crime tips, please call the line. You're on the case. 100%. Life's mission. Oh, you thought I was done? But wait, there's more. (laughs) There's a special segment for music. Okay? This is awesome. So in 1957, we're going to step back a couple of years, Wake Up Little Susie becomes the first Everly Brothers number one hit. Wake up, little Susie. All right, I won't do that for every song. (laughs) Okay, another major league hit. In 1971, John Lennon's Imagine is released. Okay, that song... I mean, it's just known the world over. It's huge. Flash forward four more years. Bruce Springsteen, you and I both know him as the boss, or Bruce, as he is our close friend. He scores his first pop hit in Born to Run. And finally, in 1987, Whitesnake's Here I Go Again tops the charts. And in case you remember, the end of that line is Here I Go Again on my own. Yeah, 13-year-old Toph was a big fan of that song. Yeah, that's the one you like put when you have like your bike, you know, your bicycle and you're like going down the road. You're just singing that because you knew you were going to pick up a chick. And if I may, if I may circle back around to the baby Jessica note. Yeah. A fun fact. She still lives within two miles of the well site. I feel like that's bad luck. What if she gets stuck again? <laughs> well, if you remember, we discussed this on the, on the 100th episode. I do remember that. Yeah. You're going to try to get her on the show. Was I? Was I going to try to get Jessica yeah. McClure on the show? Yeah, that one and the astronaut who went nuts. Oh, you mean the woman that wore the space diapers and drove from Houston to Florida? Yeah, and doesn't grant interviews. And then you were like, said the, the now famous line, hey, have you heard of gravity beers? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That was the first utterance of that line. <laughs> one of my favorites of this day, friend. <laughs> yeah, we, we've reissued that one a few times. All right, Adam, well, with that, it's time for the news. Cue the jingle. Adam, today I'd like to introduce you to 45-year-old Johnny Carson York Jr. Okay, so not the Johnny Carson, but Johnny Carson York Jr. Yeah, Johnny Carson Jr. That's what I said. Uh Uh-huh. Go on. Okay, so here's what happened, Adam. So apparently, now remember, he's 45. 
and he, and he lives with his parents. And his parents said, "Hey, Johnny, would you put away some of the, some items that belong in the shed before it rains?" And in response to that request, he threw a lighter at them, and then grabbed a maul. Do you know what a maul is? Uh-uh. So a maul is like an axe, but instead of an axe head at the at the end of the long of the long wooden handle, it's like a like a ha- like a sledgehammer, but it's a wedge at once at one end. Yeah. Yeah, I do know what that is. I've heard of that tool before, but I didn't know it was called a mall. So anyways, they said, hey, Johnny, will you put this stuff up before it rains? He throws a lighter at them and then grabs a mall and then starts chasing them around. So his parents were able to hide and called 911, which, first of all, I don't know how you do that, like two elderly people, because I'm assuming these people are at least in their 70s, right? 60s, 70s. So while they were hiding and calling 911, that's when he grabs a bow and arrow and tries to shoot them with a bow and arrow. As deputies were responding to the call, an emergency dispatcher contacts the deputies that were on their way and said, hey, you just need to know when you get there, it's already escalated because he's also shooting a bow and arrow. This explains the lyrics of last week's duet that we did. Yes, that's right. (laughs) Yes. Where you and I sang Country Road together. In glorious power duo mode. Almost heaven, West Virginia, <laughs> Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River. <laughs> yes, perhaps on our next episode. Get the demons out of his parents. Bow and arrow, possibly this axe, country road. Take me all. Bow and arrow. <laughs> Um, is there any record of him chasing them around with the mall? Maybe I'm just spitballing here, chopping through a door and shouting, here's Johnny. You know, quite possibly. It doesn't say that in the article, but I would venture a guess that that had to have happened, right? If not, you're, you're only going to get one chance to do that in your life for real. <laughs> Especially if your name is Johnny. If so, if you blow it, you're just going to get mocked in prison. 100%. Right. Right. Because the first time he gets put into, into Gen Pop, he's be like, I mean, did you did you hatch it through the door and stick your head in and say, here's Johnny? And he's be like, no. It's like, well, at least they were tough and they were scaring you, right? No, they were my elderly parents. <laughs> yeah. So in any case, the family members told deputies that they had both taken out a domestic violence prevention order which I think you and I more commonly know that as a uh, restraining order. Earlier in the day, and it doesn't say why, but he destroyed the television. And I guess then the tool thing happened. And then they went and hid and called 911 and then the bow and arrow. And then the, the cops come out and then he gets arrested. And the authorities say, hey, what's going on? What are you doing this for? And his answer, I had to kill them to get the demons out. Right. Bow and arrow. <laughs> Sorry. It's all I can think now. <laughs> <laughs> and then he added to that, I feel like I have to kill everyone I see. Okay. So wait, going back to the violence prevention order. Yeah. Did he have one of those or that's all he got? They had filled it out and submitted it. It just hadn't been served yet. 
Typical bureaucratic red tape. You know what I mean? Right? I just feel like if you've gotten arrested for doing what I just described in the story, you want to go ahead and withhold the information that I feel like I have to kill everyone I see. I don't think that's helping your case. But I'm sure glad that he did. Lock him up. Lock him (laughs) up. (laughs) But I'm just saying if you're him, that's a bad move. That's not to your benefit. Yes, as far as criminal mastermindship and villainy, villainy, that's not a good way for... That's not information you want to share. You want to, that, you want to keep that inside. You're yeah, close to, keep, to the vest. Yeah, I want to keep that mm-hmm. inside. Yeah. Well, anyways, York was booked into the Southern Regional Jail and on charges of malicious assault, brandishing, and destruction of property, according to online jail records. Wait, wait. We don't know if he got like charged with anything? No, that's what he was charged with. He was charged with malicious assault, brandishing, and destruction I mean, of property. I mean, what was his sentence? Oh, so you think I did more than cursory research? Shit. Yeah, I didn't. We, and we even said it. This will never happen again. And you're a man of your word. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm still exhausted from going through the, uh, the like, Murdoch Yeah, the Murdoch story. case. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I get that. All right, well, Adam, unfortunately, it's happening again. We've run Come out of time, on, and we're not going to get to any additional stories. I think you hate me. But I do have a headline. Well, I like headlines. Alabama man found in stadium press box asleep in a pile of chicken fingers, candy, and meth. (laughs) Chicken fingers and candy? (laughs) And meth. With a side and with a nightcap of meth. (laughs) Uh Yeah. So, um, So, Adam, we'll make the promise that we always make, and that is we'll make every possible effort to get to that story in a future episode. We know that guy was totally happy. He's like, I got food and I got my next hit of meth. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a pretty good trifecta, I think, if you're that guy. Chicken fingers, candy, and meth? That's not so bad. Yeah, dinner, dessert, meth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, with that, how about some birthdays, Adam? I love birthdays. I love the fact that you, sir, have a music bed for it. So with that wonderful music bed being played, I will give you the rapid fire birthday list. So pretty cool list this week. We have Usher, who turns 43. John Mayer, who turns 44. Mario Lopez, the teen heart throb, the old so-and-so, turns 48. Brett Favre. (laughs) He turns 52. Nancy Kerrigan, who got robbed in the Olympics. He turns 52. Hugh Jackman, 53. One of the most amazing bass players to ever grace our planet, Flea, turns 59, and that to me is absolutely mind-blowing. Jerry Rice turns 59, Jerry Jones turns 79, and I, I flipped those in my mind. I'm like, there's no way Jerry Jones is 59. He must have had a, like a Keith Richards hard life in a short time. Paul Simon turns 80. You can call me out. Ralph Lauren turns 82, and Angela Lansbury, 96, buddy, 96. All right, how about some born this week, but now dead? <laughs> Thank you, Clay Groves. Adam, I have just one person who was born on this day, but is now dead. Okay. Dwight D. Eisenhower died in 1969 at the age of 89. Nice. Today, he would have been 131. Oh, happy birthday. And Adam, I have one more thing before we go today. Okay. So it's been a few weeks, but not too long ago, we were all saddened by the loss of Norm MacDonald. Yeah. And I would have liked to have done it back then, but I want to go ahead and take this opportunity to play my very favorite Norm MacDonald joke. Perhaps you remember this one. 
It was one that he issued on Weekend Update, and it was about O.J. Simpson. (laughs) Testimony during the final week provided some spellbinding moments. In a brilliant move during closing arguments, Simpson attorney Johnny Cochran put on the knit cap prosecutors say O.J. wore the night he committed the murders. Although O.J. may have heard his case when he suddenly blurted out, Hey, hey, easy with that. That's my lucky stabbing hat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I I love Norm MacDonald. Yes, I miss him terribly already. And by the way... You can listen to an entire montage, like probably multiple hours of O.J. Simpson jokes on YouTube under Norm MacDonald. Yeah, he was a funny guy, man. And he had an interesting delivery method, too. I mean, he was a brilliant, brilliant comedian. I always liked his movie Dirty Work. You know, yep. it's a weird movie. Super weird. Yep. But like, I liked how he always like, he's like, hey, prostitutes, I got a question for you. Or like, hey, homeless guys. Like, he always <laughs> identified people with their like, current state. That was funny. Absolutely. He's taking my chainsaw and he's using it on me. (laughs) 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 They just walk out of the house. (laughs) That was good. Yeah, it's going to be a long time before I get over the loss of Norm MacDonald. Yeah, for sure. All right, Adam. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode of This Week Today. Ah, damn it. I know. I know. Some brief credits before we go. Come join us on our Facebook group. It's called the Gravity Beard Interns. Find us on Twitter by searching at This Week Pod. The number for the Jean Benet Ramsey Crime Tips Hotline is 214 531 3936. We'd appreciate it if you would subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. This Week Today is a proud member of the Podfix Network. For more information, go to podfixnetwork.com or search at Podfix on Twitter. Thank you to our friend Phil Rude for our custom logo. For my pal, Lord Saunders, I'm your co host, Tove. You've been listening to This Week Today. It's what your ears will want to be listening to. This Week Today is a proud member of the Podfix Network. I forgot which sign-off I was going to use. I'm going to use that. (laughs) Perfect.